Hi, my name is Steve Stazak, and I want to welcome you to Finding Your Motivation, weekly radio show on Anchor Podcast. My company is Leader Speakers. So what we do, or what I do rather, is I help people become more or get over that fear of public speaking, be more confident and effective in their public speaking and presentation skills. So each week I have a different guest because the title is Finding Your Motivation. And that's what I that's that's who I like to showcase people that have actually um, found a way to overcome or become what they want to be in life. So my guest tonight is Mary Savarisi. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Um, close, Steve. Mary Savarisi. Mary Kay Savarese. No, Mary Kay Savarese. Yes. Okay, got it now. <laughs> okay, with the E on the end, sometimes you have a tendency to do that. Yes. But in any case, she's an award-winning author and speaker, and her books have quirky titles. I'm going to let her tell us about her journey and then tell us about a couple of the books that she's published. Steve, what a pleasure to be with you and your audience um, tonight. Um, yes, as we've um, said, it's a journey, not something that happens overnight. You've got to work at it. My goal after my children left the nest was to become traditionally published. Years and years before that, as I raised the family, everything went on the back burner in terms of my goals. I mean, I worked, I did um, fundraising, I did um, volunteering, raised the kids, had the job, you know, been the wife, still the wife. So <laughs> don't want to go off that topic. But my dream, my goal was to become a traditionally published author. I, as you said, I love to write with quirky titles, and I can't wait to share my titles with your audience. My first traditionally published book, it took me 10 years, and Rejection After Rejection is titled Tiger's Love, Bubble Bats, and Obsession Perfume. Who knew? And my second traditionally published novel is a trilogy, the first of which is titled The Girl in the Twal Wallpaper. Now, I'll have to explain to your audience what Twal is yeah, once we get too. going. <laughs> <laughs> me as well. Yeah, explain that one. Then we'll go back to okay. the first book because it's interesting how you came up with that. Okay. What, what I'm going to do is um, in front of my screen, I'm putting up a toile. And what toile is, is it's really part of our daily lives. Um, it is a wall covering. It is a fabric. And you see it with um, decorative um, accent pieces. And it, it, it tells a story. It is usually two vibrant colors. And you will see people dancing, people maybe on a farm, people, uh, historical places. It can be absolutely anything. And it has been around um, uh, in uh, France in the mid 18th century, Toile de Joie, came to be and it was by a German um, businessman and 
it has been part of our lives still then, and it does come and go, but it is present still very much today. And so that toile, where do they yes. hang those? Where are they displayed? Oh, toile, as I said, it's your wallpaper. So it can be a wall covering. It can be a dress. It can be fabric. It can be a curtain. It can be upholstery on your furniture. But I was, uh, for me, when I looked at toile, I had it in my home and I would walk by it and I would say, I would look at it and I said, okay, I see mystery there. I see romance. I see betrayal. There's a story there. So I wrote the story about the girl who was placed into the toile wallpaper because she really went against family loyalty and went with her heart. So, okay, so explain that a little more. <laughs> what was she, what was she not supposed to do? What kind of type of family did she come from? And what was she trying to accomplish? Um, the Girl in the Twelve Wallpaper is a fantasy adventure trilogy. So if your audience loves fantasy, if your audience is looking for adventure and romance, you'll find it here. And basically it's a contemporary story that takes you to Italy, Florence, Italy. And it goes back a bit in time to the mid 1800s. And th back then in Florence, um, family loyalty was you married who mom and dad said you were going to marry. And it really was very much a business arrangement. And my um, protagonist, my heroine is dealing with the same thing. She loves her family and she wants to do what they say. I mean, that was the situation back then. But something else takes over. Her heart meets somebody else. And because of that, she becomes the girl in the toile wallpaper. And will she be there forevermore? You need to find that out. <laughs> by reading the book <laughs> so just just backing up a second my yes. my um story is sort of similar to yours in the sense that I was in sales most of my whole life I love communicating with people I'm a people person all that wonderful stuff and I got to a point where you know something kept panging at me and it was like or I had these pangs to want to do more than just sales I wanted to sell the masses and so I quit my job and I took a job as a contractor, trainer. So, and I was on my feet speaking. And uh, then I finally found myself gravitate or blah, blah, found myself working for a couple of leadership companies and started my own business. So sort of similar, I had a, you know, I guess what you want to call traditional sales job. And, you know, I just, I had to do what I wanted to do. <laughs> So your, yep, your heart wants what your heart wants. And um, just as you found out, going for your dream, that passion, it, it gives you, I mean, you, you jump out of bed in the morning and, and you're raring to go. And for me, my journey didn't happen overnight. Um, it, took, it took over 10 years before my first novel, Tigers Love Bubble Bats and Obsession Perfume, Who Knew, was first published. And I am a traditionally published author. And you, I, I had to build a thick skin, as I'm sure you do, in sales. We have to deal with rejection after rejection after rejection. 
but you learn to build that thick skin and because we have faith in ourselves um, and, and we still have that passion that that's what keeps us going. And, you know, you always have hope. Tomorrow's a new day. This is true. So could you tell us a little bit about this book? I, I would love to. Well, as you can see, I love to write with quirky titles. I don't begin with an idea for a story. Something inspires me. And several years ago, I visited a wildlife reserve in St. Augustine, Florida. And it's very much an old folks home for big cats, lions and tigers and panthers. And the end of the tour, I come to this um, that 16 feet wide, five feet high, overflowing with bubbles. And I am literally standing just four feet from this vat of bubbles. And there's a wildlife handler standing on a ladder. And within seconds, this incredible, gorgeous 600 pound Siberian tiger walks out on this plank, looks as though he's taking off a robe, slips into this vat of bubbles, looks at the wildlife handler and says, all right, I'm ready for my cocktail. And she sprays obsession perfume on his tongue. And Steve, I looked at this creature, this jungle creature, and it's like looking at a person with human qualities. And I said to myself, this is the title of my next novel. Tigers love bubble bats and obsession perfume. Who knew? So is this a daily performance? <laughs> no, with a tiger. With the yes, but it it is by invitation only. It's not like they just open to the general public. You need to reserve, and you're not. You, you know, you see other big animals. I mean, not animals, big cats. You see the lions, and they and they have this frozen turkey that they're sucking on like a, a lollipop. <laughs> and the last part of this tour was this bubble bath. And we were not allowed to take photos or film. It was just maybe 12 people stood there and we got to watch this amazing creature just lap up these bubbles. And the reason they love the Obsession perfume, especially the male version, because Obsession perfume comes in female and in male versions. And they love the male version more because there are pheromones in it that relax them. And handlers in the wild will spray rocks and they will come up, the tigers will come up and nuzzle against these rocks. But tigers are the only um, big cats that will sit in water and a bubble bath. They could sit there all day. I mean, they tend to sleep for 23 hours, but that other hour, they're in that bubble bath if you let them. Wow. Wow, interesting. So is that, uh, okay, those are the two books. So what is, yes. what is the premise of this book? Well, the Tigers Love Bubble Bats and Obsession Perfume is very much a, it is a mystery romance with a spiritual or supernatural twist. And the title became very much a metaphor because um, this reserve is for old cats, 
tossed aside, um, maybe from a circus or a TV show or a movie, or even what people consider having them as a pet, which was absolutely crazy. And you know, we could get into that. Um, but these creatures are just brought there. And that became the premise. So I worked a mystery with romance. Um, and my publisher actually said to me, Mary, please tell me that you have a tiger in bubble bats in this book. I said, absolutely. It is the climax and they're in it. Yeah. Well, I should say only one is in it. So how many of these books have you sold? I would say I have sold probably close to 3,000. And the ebook um, is on Amazon. It became a bestseller. And The Girl in the Toile Wallpaper was just released two weeks ago. Wow. So you've published two books so far. Two traditionally published books, yes. So tell me a little bit more about your journey into this. So there had to be some kind of... What, what were you a... Were you a housewife a mother and then decide to get or did you have a career all, did you were you working also um pretty much everything my degree is in accounting finance wow but i've always had these ideas i love to write within fantasy and um over 10 years ago, I said, I have an idea, but you have to prove to yourself that you can write. Now, an author will say, all right, we will say, we write 70,000, 80,000 words, but that equates to um, about 325 pages. Well, you sit down in front of a laptop and you say, hey, I've got this idea. And I start with the title, which I do. Then I have a general idea. And then I begin with the characters and they really become a part of myself because I have to think what motivates them? What would they do? Where am I going to take them? So that in itself becomes um, a journey, but that's part of the passion that gives me the inspiration. Um, you know, and I think after my, my children really left the nest, it was time for me to really take a look at what I wanted to do. And as I said, it was a 10 year journey and now I'm moving along. So what kind of obstacles or limitations did you have to overcome, if any? Oh, plenty of obstacles. As I said, um, rejection after rejection. So in the beginning, over 10 years ago, we were dealing with snail mail where you sent everything in, publishing houses were still open, literary agents were open um, to taking a look at your work and they would critique them and I would get lovely, lovely rejection letters. Hey, yeah, you can write, you're a very good writer, but it's not what we're looking for. And I always felt as an author that if I was chasing every single little thing that was popular at the time out there, I mean, it was Harry Potter, it was um, the Hunger Games, is dystopia, the vampire series. If you start chasing all of that, by the time you get there, it'll pass you by. So um, it, it's, I, that's why I think it's very important for everybody to realize if you have your dream, be authentic. 
Go after your dream. And I can promise you that it'll happen for you as well. Not overnight, but it's something that if you put your heart and your mind and your time into it, and it is your dream, it'll happen for you as well. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. <clears throat> so, um, and where, what, uh, what part of the country are you from? Well, I currently, I live in the Jupiter, Florida area by way of um, Connecticut, by way of Massachusetts, by way of raised, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. I still have my Brooklyn accent. Can yeah, you get rid like of it. that? Yeah. So I live down in uh, West Palm Beach or Palm Beach Gardens for a couple of years. Okay. That's right next door. I know. Yeah. I know. Mm -hmm. I had a friend that lived in Jupiter. His father had a bunch of house rental houses there. So, okay. of course, I went to Jupiter to, you know, there was an island there too. What was it? Jupiter Island? Uh, it's Jupiter Island for the famous and the wealthy. <laughs> and wouldn't they, didn't they have a problem letting Jackie Onassis on there for a while and Burt Reynolds or something? Oh, they, they could have, but um, no, it's very much your celebrity and actually your athletes celebrities very much live on that island. I mean, you live on a beautiful strip of land. One side, you have the intercoastal, the other side, you have the ocean. And um, these are mansions that are just incredible that you really can't see from the road. Because, you know, we'll, we'll, you're allowed to drive through the island, but that's about it. <laughs> I thought they limited the island to, they used to, just to Blue Bloods. Um, no, no, no. They, they won't stop you driving through the no, island. No, no, I was talking about the people that actually have a oh, house. The, oh, so I wish I knew. I wish I could tell you. But um, it, to me, it seems like any celebrity that can afford the price tag, they're there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so are you working on any upcoming books? I am. The Girl in the Twelve Wallpaper is a trilogy. So um, by next year, the second book of the trilogy will be traditionally published, and the year after that, the third book in the trilogy. So the second book in um, The Girl in the Twelve Wallpaper is um, very much a theme from the first book, and it's going to be a, um, a supernatural thriller. And the third book, will return it will be titled return the girl in the twelve wallpapers so we'll be coming back with some of the characters not all of them and again if you love science fiction if you love fantasy and adventure um, intermingled with romance check me out um, i am in amazon i am at barnes and nobles my books are in all the independent bookstores and um, visit my author website, www.marykssavarese.com, Savarese. I'm doing a giveaway if you, with the hard book of The Girl in the Twelve Wallpaper, if you um, sign up on my email list, um, I am giving away one hardcover a month. And if anybody has any book groups, please get in touch with me. Just contact me through my author website. There's nothing more fun than um, joining uh, a book group. So how does one, when people have book groups, Yes. Um, how do you send your, how do you reach out to those people and offer them your books? Um, I would you, say how that, how do I put, well, 
I'm asking them right now if um, they want to visit my author website, um, check out my books there. If it is something that you promote within your group, as I said, you can um, purchase them at, on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. And when you sit down with your friends and um, we share the, you know, nowadays between Zoom and FaceTime and even in person, um, everybody can connect. I mean, COVID put a little bit of, um, you know, a lid on that, but things are starting to um, take off again. But with Zoom and FaceTime, it's wonderful to join book groups. And um, I love, love to talk to people about that and discuss the book. And it's fun. Great. So how else are you promoting yourself? Besides I, shows like this wonderful show here? Oh, I do a lot of podcasts and I do radio. And I am also teaming up in the Jupiter area. There is an Adopt a Cat Foundation. And they, I am teaming up with them. And um, we, they are going, I'm going to be giving away books. They are going to be naming new incoming kittens after characters in my book. And uh, we're just going to do book giveaways and uh, adopt a kitten, adopt an older cat. Wow. That sounds really good. And it sounds like you've come really come a long way in a sense, right? Oh, very much, Steve. It's as you know, it's a journey and it's all stepping stones. And you right. You'll you'll step on one stone and you'll slip and, and you, you, you take another step and then maybe that step will lead to two more. But um, if you love what you're doing, it's fun. And it's not a chore. And that's, I love what I'm doing. I love to write um, in fiction, with fantasy, with mystery, with romance. And I love to go on shows as yourself because it, it's just fun to talk to, to you and to your audience. Well, thank you. And um, I'm actually sort of doing the, um, taking my, stepping on a stone myself because I've been a trainer most of my career. And my goal is to be a keynote speaker. Okay. I'm going to be doing my first keynote on the 19th in Atlanta. So that's going to be a little, um, it's going to be a little scary for me. Yeah. But you know what? If you, if, if you have that a little bit of that fear or a lot of that fear, um, it is said that you are truly in the right place because if we are too comfortable where we are, it is time to move on. So that's actually a good thing. I agree. That, I agree wholeheartedly with yeah. the comfort zone thing. I just sold my house uh, last April. And my goal is to get out of there in four years. I, I put it on, I put it for sale in four years. But that's just a, a small example. I was getting too comfortable. And I was like, I need to move on and grow a little bit. Exactly. I mean, a small example, but. That's what you know, I felt like. Yeah. When we're too comfortable, you know, and when you have that little bit of fear, it gets your adrenaline pumping. It's a good thing. Yeah. No, I agree. Well, listen, Mary, it was really, really, really great having you on the show. It was a real delight. You were cheerful. You brought a lot of energy to the show. <laughs> so once again, uh, we had, I had Mary Savaris. Yes. Got it Mary? right this time. 
Absolutely. And she is the author of Tiger King, or what, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, it's a Tigers Love Bubble Baths and Obsession Perfume. Who knew? Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. she's got an upcoming book, The Girl in the Toily. Is it Toil? The Girl in the Toile Wallpaper. Oh, it's wow. so funny because Toile Wallpaper, I will get people say Toilet? Yeah. Tw I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that's what it, it looks like. You know, you put a T on the end of that. Yeah. Spelling and, it could, right. it could be there. And, and actually, when people go to put it into an Amazon, and it may come up as the girl in the toilet wallpaper. So, but keep plugging away. I'm there. Plug my name in. Yeah, and, there there um, probably aren't any books out there with the girl with the toilet wallpaper. No. <laughs> I would not think. Well, listen, Mary, once again, it was great having you on the show. And of course, this will be podcasts through Anchor Podcast and a few others that we feed into. And, um, Great having you on the show. Thank you very much. Oh, it's a pleasure being here with you, Steve, and your wonderful audience. Thank you very much. Check out my, my author website, www.marykaysavarese.com. And once again, this is brought to you by Leader Speakers, this presentation skills. And um, I was going to say sensitivity training. Where would that come from? <laughs> presentation skills and public speaking training. We help people become more, or we help people um, overcome that fear of public speaking and be more confident and effective speakers. Thanks a lot.